0: Welcome Welcome to to the the new edition of of the Exilante Podcast. Podcast. My name is
1: Alan Arenas. I'm Diana Perez.
0: I'm Isaac Ramirez. And today's topic is mental disorders. And I'm in charge of uh, eating problems.
1: I will talk about uh, bipolar disorder.
0: And I will talk about depression. So, before the explanation, we have to explain what is a mental disorder. A mental disorder is a behavioral or mental pattern that causes significant distress or impairment of personal functioning. Mental disorder uh, is also known as psychiatric disorder, psychological disorder, mental illness, mental disease, mental breakdown, uh, or nervous breakdown. And some of its main symptoms are anxiety, depression, mania, paranoia, psychosis, and agitation. Some of the consequences of these mental disorders are cognitive impairment, social problems, and suicide. And the causes of these mental disorders are genetic and environmental factors. The treatment of these mental disorders uh, is going to psychotherapy and some medication. The causes of mental disorders are often unclear. Theories may incorporate findings from a range of fields. Mental disorders are usually defined by a combination of how a person behaves, feels, perceives, or thinks. These may be associated with particular regions or functions of the brain, often in a social context. Now in the introduction of my topic eating disorders, and it is considered as a lifestyle choice and also eating disorders are actually serious and often fatal illness that are associated with several disturbances in people's eating behaviors and related thoughts and emotions. Some of the symptoms of an eating disorder is the preoccupation with food and body weight and the shape may also signal an eating disorder. Some of the consequences of an eating disorder are anorexia, bulimia and binge eating Eating disorders can affect people of all ages, racial, ethnic backgrounds, body weights, and genders. Eating disorders frequently appear during the 10 years or young adulthood, but may also develop during childhood or later in life. These disorders affect both genders, although rates among women are higher than among men. Like women who have eating disorders, men also have a distorted sense of body image. Now I'm going to talk about the symptoms of anorexia, bulimia, and binge eating disorder. Some of the symptoms of the anorexia are extremely restricted eating, extreme thinness, Intense fear of gaining weight and distorted body image, a self-esteem that is influenced by perceptions of body weight and shape. Now talking about bulimia, uh, symptoms may include chronically inflamed and sore throat, uh, severe dehydration from porching or fluids, electrolyte imbalance. And also, it can cause acid reflux disorder and other gastrointestinal problems. Now, some of the binge. May include eating
2: unusually large amounts of food in a specific amount of time, such as a two-hour period, eating even when you're
0: full or not hungry, eating fast during binge episodes, Eating until you're uncomfortably full and feeling distressed, ashamed, or guilty about your eating, and frequently dieting possibly without weight loss.
1: Well, I will talk about a bipolar disorder and how we can deal or treat with people that have this disorder. First, we need to know that bipolar disorder is a mental health problem that mainly affects your mood. The people who have it are likely to have times where they experience manic or hypomanic episodes, that means feeling very high, depressive episodes, that means feeling low, and potentially some psychotic symptoms during manic or depressed episodes. Everyone has variations in your mood but in bipolar disorder these changes can be very distressing and have a big impact on your life you may feel that your high and low moods are extreme and that swings in your mood are overwhelming and depending on the way you experience these mood states and how severely they affect you the doctor may diagnose uh, with a different type of bipolar disorder. And if you treat uh, with a person with bipolar disorder, you need to be open to talk about their experiences because it helps them to feel support and accept. And when the person is feeling well, uh, try talking to them about how, how you can support them if they have a phomaniatic or maniac episode. Uh, so this can help both of you feel more stable and in control of what's happening. And you could uh, discuss ideas such as enjoying being ready together, offering a second opinion about projects or commitments to help someone not take on too much, helping them keeping a routine including regular meals and a good sleep pattern. And some people will have some warning signs that they are about to experience an episode of money and depression. The best way to learn that these are for your friend or family member is to talk to them about this and explore together why they might be. If you have noticed certain behaviors that normally happen before an episode, you can gently let them know. And many people will also have triggers, such as stress, which can bring on an episode. You can try to understand what these triggers are from your friend or family member and how you can help avoid or manage them. So, in conclusion, I think that many times the people have a grand perception about this disorder and they are not informed. I realized that I wasn't well informed about this topic and I had a general view of this, but now I know a lot of this disorder. And I think that it's important to be informed because sometimes we use the term of bipolar as a normal thing, but actually we don't know the real meaning. And now I know how to treat with people that have this disorder and some strategies for helping them in the from manic or manic episodes.
2: What is depression? Depression is a mental health disorder characterized by persistently depressed mood or, or loss of interest in activities, causing significant impairment in daily life. And there are several kinds of uh, of depression, but the principal ones are the next one. Uh, um, the most specific kinds of depression, types of depression, are seasonal affective disorder, SAD, that is a depression that occurs at a particular time of year or during a particular season. And uh, dysthymia is a continuous mal depression that lasts for two years or more. Also called persistent depressive disorder or chronic depression. Prenatal depression is a depression that occurs during pregnancy. This is sometimes also called antenatal depression. And postnatal depression is that one that occurs in the weeks and months after becoming a parent. Postnatal depression is usually diagno- diagnosed in women, in women, but it can also affect men. The most common symptoms of the depression are psychotic symptoms, self-harm and suicide, the risk of isolation, anxiety, and depression as a symptom of other mental health problems. The most common feelings that the people represent during the depression is to be down, upset or tearful, restless, agitated or irritable, guilty, worthless and down on yourself, empty and numb, isolated and unable to relate to other people, finding no pleasure in life or things that you, one person usually enjoy, a sense of reality, no of consciousness or self-esteem. Hopeless and despairing, and in the most strong cases, suicidal. And the person might behave as avoiding social events and activities that one person usually enjoy. Self harming on suicidal behavior. Difficulty speeding, thinking clearly or making decisions. Losing interest in sex. Difficulty remembering or concentrating on things, using more tobacco, alcohol or other drugs than usual and difficulty sleeping or or sleeping too much, feeling tired all the time, no appetite and losing weight or eating too much and gaining weight, physical aches and pains with no obvious physical cause, and moving very slowly or being restless and agitated. The most common causes of the depression are childhood experiences, life events, and other mental health problems like schizophrenia, uh, physical health problems, like anorexia, as my partner Alan explained before, genetic inheritance, medication, recreational drugs, and alcohol, and sleep, diet, and exercise in case they're not according to the health of a person. Concretely, what the, uh, what the childhood experience are, are a cause of the depression is because this kind of problem c- can be related with physical, sexual, or emotional abuse. Neglect, the loss of someone close to a person, traumatic events, and un- 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 unstable family situations. Or also not necessarily in childhood, but also in- during the whole life of a person. For example, losing a job or, un- or being unemployed, the end of a relationship, very events, major life changes, like changing job, moving house, or getting married, being physically or sexually assaulted, or being bullied or abused in the work or in the school the ways in which a person can help another one with depression can be talking to talking to him talking to something someone you trust try to peer support mindfulness look after your physical health try to keep active keep a mood diary spend time in nature and practice self-care of the person that can have depression and the most common treatments that can help to uh, a person to avoid depression or to fight depression. Uh, our self-help resources, taking talking treatments. Medication, coming off medication in, in case that it's damaging the person that has depression. Uh, Alternative treatments if if the ones that are using are not like functioning. And treatment for severe and complex depression, in case that some uh, that a person can have extreme depression, more more advanced, and repetitive transcranial magnetic stimulation. Um, The repetitive transcranial magnetic stimulation uh, is a treatment in case uh, to stimulate the diverse zones of the brain that uh, can stimulate a person to be happy and to uh, can advancing. Uh, With not having the problems of depression.
1: Thanks for listening to our podcast.
2: I hope you enjoy it. I will see you next time.
1: Bye.